Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Rose Buddies. This is Rose Buddies. It's a podcast where we talk about The Bachelor and Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Got away from me there at the end, didn't I? I got so excited for Bachelor in Paradise, didn't I? You did. Sorry, I spent a lot of time in Burnett, Texas. Our neighbors to the east. Is that is it east? Is that right? Yeah, you go out seventy one east. You take that road. You're gonna go past the airport, and you're gonna stay on in about thirty <laughs> to thirty five minutes, depending on your speed of travel. Of course, end up in th- Burnett, Texas. I don't think that's a Texas accent you're doing. Yes, it is. It's me. <laughs> I'm from Texas. <laughs> so in that one sentence, there was Texas, there was Minnesota, there was Bjork, wherever she's from, Iceland. Tell me about this episode today, because it was terrible, I thought. It's funny, because I feel like I've been selling, like, a terrible episodes are coming, and last week it didn't come, and then this week I feel like it was here. I love Hometowns. I love Hometowns so much. Usually, it's my favorite episode every season. Really? Um, really, dog? For sure. We've talked about this before. I love meeting the families, because what you see every week is a very polished contestant. Um... And what's nice about hometowns is you get to meet their families who often aren't so polished. But this week, everybody... I'm going to say three out of the four families were a bunch of phony jabronis. Yeah. Everybody seemed very camera ready. I mean, not not that they were all, you know... Oh, they were all super sexy, like super <laughs> duper duper They weren't all drop dead gorgeous, but they just seemed very poised. Um. Yeah. It, so, so hometowns. If this is your first season, once we get down to the final four, the bachelor or bachelorette goes to the hometowns of each of the remaining contestants. That contestant plans a date, has a sit down sesh with the family. The family either approves or doesn't approve. Um. They trade off. You know, the bachelor will talk to the family. The the contestant will talk to the family, and then there's usually a tearful goodbye or a confrontation. And then, yeah. So, you all remember JoJo's season? JoJo had like the ultimate eventful hometown. Yes. And then her mom drank wine out of the bottle, and Fucking her brothers, incredible. her brothers, basically verbally attacked Ben. Yeah. Um. It was so great. That was a really good one. Actually, I'm thinking back on it. Yeah. I don't remember who Kyla zero zero one was in the final four. Yeah. JoJo was in the final four, and Lauren B. Lauren B. was in the final four. I would give you a hundred dollars out of my wallet if you tell me who the fourth one was in the final four. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it was I don't know. Didn't really do it for me, and I'll tell you why. I just don't really. Well, okay. I spent most of the episode just not giving a shit about any of these rat bags. But then at the end, what'd they do? They took it and they twisted it and turned it on me, didn't they? Yeah, so also what happens this week is you have to drop down to one player. So if you're doing... Depending on the size of your league, Well, it might but it makes sense to me if you're doing Fantasy League, no matter yes. what, to drop down to one. Uh, just a quick score update. We thought we were killing it. We but, did. Um, apparently we are in second place, uh, and the team that was in first place took Jordan, who we also had... So, like, we kind of had to default it, because if we also took Jordan, we guaranteed lose. So we had to put our future behind Luke. Which I I feel okay about. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, so, well, okay. Let's get into the episode. Okay. Who are we kicking things off with? 
Uh, we start out with Chase. No, see, like, I actually knew who it, uh, it was that was picking these <laughs> off, and I just couldn't remember his name or his face or anything about him. Yeah. You know what was funny was that we start out with Chase on a mountain, and our friends were talking about how he looked more attractive on a mountain, mm. and we all made the point that it's because there is nothing else to compare him to. He finally... In a, in a, so floating in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. In a completely vacant space. He looks attractive because there is nothing else to look at. There's probably some scientific principle that fuels that theory. Like the light is sucked away from him by other objects, but because snow refracts the light, <laughs> like you can see, you can finally see Chase for what Chase is. Can I say something? Chase is in, has been in a couple of the like post show bloopers. And in those, there's like some personality there. And it's the only time where I felt like I've known anything about Chase up until this point, because the one of the big angles of uh, Chase's day, and this is something that I can't, I've been watching now for a few a few years, many seasons, and I can't think of a um, hometown where the contestant was uh, a, a, a child of a divorced family. Uh, where they went to two different yeah. family outings. And maybe it's happened before Ben, ben Flagenic's season, but like I don't think it's happened before. And they've certainly never talked this candidly about uh, yeah, divorce. Yeah, I don't know if usually... Well, I think in past seasons, either the divorced parents still come together for the hometown yeah. because they're on good terms, or just one parent is totally out of the picture. According to Chase, it was a really bad divorce. He said there were lots of lawsuits and that the parents just like don't see each other. His dad, he says, is very important to him, but he doesn't see him that often. Yeah, and, and his, so, his dad apparently hurt his mother very much in the divorce. Yeah, so um, the the they hung out with dad first in what all of our friends pointed out uh, was the model home from Arrested <laughs> Development, essentially. It really accentuated it because there's a staircase right by the front door, and the staircase is without... Handrails. With, yeah, without handrails, without any kind of carpeting or finishing on the stairs, and they're standing at that front door for a long time, and you just spend all your time, because it's Chase, looking at the stairs. It's seriously... No no <laughs> kidding. Go back and watch it. It is literally the house from Arrested Development. <laughs> like, I was half expecting... Uh, uh, I was half half expecting Tobias Funke to like come down the <laughs> stairs and fall down them. Um, um, yeah. So we meet his dad. His dad, and I don't know if it was just the sound system we were watching on. Holy shit! His dad is so muffled, and and Chase is muffled too. But his dad, we had difficult, like a difficult time picking out particular words. And it's not that he same. wasn't. Uh, this is going to be really difficult uh, difficult to describe. It wasn't that he was mumbling. It was that his voice was so deep, it was vibrating the television every time he talked, so we couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. Can you do, like, an impression of it? Maybe if I put myself behind something, like, uh... Oh, you know, your mother and I, we, uh, you know, we... Hold on, let me try again. You know, your mother and I, we worked really hard in our relationship, but, uh, it just didn't... I mean, you're laughing at him describing his divorce, so what's so funny about that, Rachel? I'm laughing because you're speaking into a small a video. case of <laughs> Nintendo 3DS cartridges. Yes. Well, you could probably tell that when you listen to the audio. Yeah, yeah. I is bet it, some it, of our fans. Is that Mario home. and Luigi Paper Jam vibrating? I knew. Um, uh, yeah, his dad kind of, I would say, like, uh, maybe threw himself on the sword a little bit. Yeah, it was a weird thing, and it must have been motivated by the producers because Chase, JoJo, and Chase's dad sit on the couch, and Chase 
what seems like the very first thing he says to his dad is like, so what happened with mom? And his dad is basically just like, yeah, I, I, I goofed it up and, um, you know, probably probably goofed up my son a bit, too, in the process. And, in fact, Jojo actually asked him on the mountain, like, do you think that's why, like, you uh, don't exhibit any emotions or opinions or any... <laughs> or interests like, or like, oh, expressions. yeah, that's actually exactly, yes, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Um... So uh, they, they have a quick hang sesh with the dad and then go to the rest of the family. The dad tells Chase, yeah, she's got a real head on her shoulders Which about JoJo. That? I don't know what that means. <laughs> yes. Didn't even say like a good head on her shoulders as the expression typically goes. Just she has a head and it's it right sits, there. sits on a neck that is it's attached well to her supported. shoulders. <laughs> um, the, the rest of the family included Chase's uh, sister and her yeah, husband. Yeah, so nighttime belongs to mom. They go to mom's house. The, n- <laughs> um, the night belongs to mama. <laughs> oh, I should say that the dad is remarried and the mom is also remarried. Uh, and so when they go to the mom's house, um, it's his sister and his sister's husband, his sister's son, and what I called new dad. <laughs> new dad who did not get much camera no, time, by which not. I mean literally none. No, we spent a lot of time with Sandy, which was uh, his mom. Uh, him and Sandy had some nice interactions. They both elicited a single tear from each yes, other. Yes, yes. Uh, which his mom seemed really disappointed <laughs> by. His mom goes on to say, you know, that she's so proud of him and... You know, that he's the most amazing son, and one tear falls out of his eye. Um, and she's like, you suck that tear right back up into that duck. <laughs> yeah, she said something like, oh, you know, we don't, this isn't our style. Crying. <laughs> yeah. Um, I made the joke that after that one tear, Chase had to recuperate for 48 hours and drink a gallon of water. Yeah, he had to, to like slam a Gatorade Just right to there. rehab from that one moment of expression. If you'd captured it in a crystal vial, you could have drank it to dispel any poisons. <laughs> Or um, save all the petals from falling off the rose. Mm-hmm. That, that one's that one too. Um, uh, it's weird because his sister said the same thing. Like you know, we don't really have emotions or talk about them at all. I wonder if that's why I find Chase so like unmemorable, or if it's just that I don't know. Well, he just doesn't ever seem especially excited or upset. Or when he was talking about like amused. coming from a family of divorce and like how difficult it was for him, I was like, I think this is actually the first thing I actually know about yeah. Chase. This is the and it's a, a horrible thing to say, but like it's the first like foothold I got in Mount Chase because like I didn't know I I couldn't have told you literally anything about him up to that point. Well, I mean, think about how much we know. What's his job? What was his job? Oh, it probably tells us at the bottom of the this screen. This is what I'm saying, but we don't even bother to look. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad dude or whatever. I'm just saying, like, and maybe it's just all been in the edit. Cause like I said, some of those bloopies, he's real fun. Um, well, and it's not like we know a lot about the other guys. But when I think of the other guys, I can kind of figure out why she's into him or into the guys in particular. But with Chase... It just seems like she must be attracted to him. Like, I can't think of another thing she has yeah. to grab onto there. Um, who next, though? Was there anything else that happened on this date? They see, I mean, they they traded the well, usual Well, yeah, speeches. the only thing I wrote down, because we found it funny, is his mom is kind of debriefing with Chase on her impressions. Um, 
And about Jojo, she says, uh, Jojo loves dogs, hates fish. As if that was like, I don't know how that came up, but his mom seemed to like that about her. (laughs) Um, I will say wherever they were was the most romantic place I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. The the house. Somewhere in Colorado. So it's like all snowy and nice and pretty. And they had this little outdoor like ski lift turned into a bench that they were sitting on. Yeah. It looked really nice. We got to get to Colorado, babe. I know. Well, I know why you want to go to Colorado. Why is that, babe? Chiefin. Oh, I get it. Chiefin the Dubers. Yeah. I could also, then why don't I want to go to Washington or, you know, any of the other places where that's legal? Maybe I like... Well, you're also a big snowboarder. I love three things. Getting high and snowboarding while listening to John Denver. <laughs> is John Denver from yeah, Colorado? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, you're, you're making a leap there. Is he from Colorado? Because his name is John Denver. I think that's... Probably not, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that can be true. Hey, but I... Hey, for real though, can I tell you something, my bride? <laughs> I've thought that my whole life. Like I've was, really? I've always thought of like Jimmy Buffett is from Florida. Duh. From Buffett, Florida. No, he's just like he is Florida. He's a human manifestation of the state <laughs> okay. of Florida. Okay. John Denver is from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Oh, I'm desperately trying to think of somebody oh, right now. Oh, me too. George Washington was from Washington, obviously. That one's an easy one. That one's a, that one's a. I thought we were just doing singer songwriters. Oh, um, okay. Um, Michael Jackson was from Jackson, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. That one's good. I think that might be it. Paul Simon was from, you know, Simon. There's probably a city called Simon somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was it for Chase. Chase. I genuinely Sorry. forgot too. I, I did too. I had a few beers. Um, <laughs> next up, though, was Jordan. Jordan. Uh, Jordan. The old Jordan reliable. currently lives in Nashville, but we go to his hometown of Chico, California. Um, and what do we do? First thing, we go to his high school. Of course. Much like Ben. Didn't we go to Ben's high school? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. So he played for the Pleasant Valley Vikings. Um. And we meet his JV football coach. We meet his uh, Spanish teacher. Uh, they go to the library and they kiss. They go to the gym and look at pictures of Jordan as a football player up on the wall. So they also reference, but did not show pictures of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, JoJo gestures towards one wall that's off camera and says, oh, isn't that your uh, brother? And Jordan's like, oh, yeah. And that was it. We didn't this, get to see the picture. This is the date where, like, I, I feel like... Jojo was trying to get this thing to come to bear, like this yeah. this Aaron Rodgers thing, and really like address it. And when she brought that up to Jordan to like pre brief herself before going to meet the family, man, it was maybe their tersest, most uncomfortable, most like most Jordan shutting shit down interaction yet. Yeah, where she was like, "So Aaron like isn't going to be there," and he's like, "Yeah, he won't be there, but it won't." Like, he kept, like, trying he to get said, one sentence ahead of her, and every, like, They're sitting out on the bleachers outside of the high school, and she, like, tries to bring it up again, and he's, like, he says, quote, it doesn't need to be a topic. It doesn't like, need to be a topic. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a topic. He just, like, said it, like, over and over again, um, and he was, like, oh, it won't come up. I'll tell them that I told you about it, though. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening in this family? Our friend Chris thinks that this is all, 
um, conspiracy theory that there's been some. I mean, I haven't I haven't done too deep a dive on the Bloids since this big revelation. Yeah, me neither. Um, but he says that there's been some social media pictures of like him and Aaron just like training together, like hitting the gym. Yeah, I think Chris saw something on Jezebel that made it seem like this is all a big hoax and that Jordan and Aaron are actually close. But then there's also information out there saying that, like, Olivia Munn has driven some kind of wedge in their family. I mean, there's any number of things. Aaron Rodgers has yet to comment on it. He tweets weird things during The Bachelor. Do you know about this? No, I don't. I will also say uh, there are when they do get to the Rogers home, they're sitting near a family photo and there's a face blurred out. And we couldn't decide if the blurred out face was Aaron and that they had decided to remove him so much from the episode that they weren't even going to show his face in a family photo. He tweeted at the uh, fictional Twitter account for Shooter McGavin, who is, of course, I, I'm pretty sure the golfer from um, oh, uh, Happy, ha- Gil- Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Uh, about... Uh, Something about going to Sizzler during while his brother was on national television, <laughs> dragging his fucking name through the mud. It's like, bro, you turn on the TV, bud. Check it out. Yeah, yo, A Rod, put it on channel eight, dog. I want to tweet at him. Just be like, bud, put it on ABC right now, dude. Well, because yeah. your family's on TV and they're talking mad shit about you, dog, and you're tweeting about Sizzler with a fake fictional Twitter account <laughs> from a movie character that Adam Sandler did. From what I can tell, JoJo never talks to the parents about it. Really, um, she does talk to uh, Jordan's brother, Luke, whose name is also Luke, which is very yeah, confusing. whose name is also Luke, and he he says something. He says something like, "We don't talk about it." Can you imagine if like? Justin or Travis was on The Bachelor and saying like, oh, we don't talk to Griffin anymore. Not since he stole our family's diamonds and sold them for crack and then gave <laughs> that the crack would to be kids. more of an explanation. And, but then the whole time I was tweeting like, dude, just watch the craziest diners, drive ins and dives. <laughs> that would be more of an explanation, though, like if they gave any kind of acknowledgement as to why this rift had occurred. Uh, so we meet his mom and his brother and his dad. Uh, and I mentioned she talks to the brother a little bit about... Is his other brother not a footballman? I don't think so. There's never been any suggestion that he played football. That must have been a fucking horrible rearing. Yeah, right? Like, let's get into that rearing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about Luke, the false Luke. <laughs> um, but... Jordan has a lot of confidence in Luke's opinion, says that Luke reads people really well. Um, And Luke seems pro-Jojo. Can I be honest with you? This was the part of the date I didn't really watch very well. Because for my friends, Oh, yeah, baby, for your friends? What did you for make? For my friends. What did you make tonight, I'm Griffin? glad you asked what you what I made for my friends. No big deal. Just a blueberry cobbler. And put a little bit of Jenny's ice cream, a little bit of lemon blueberry buttermilk ice cream on the side with a cobbler. Sweet, sweet, buttery cobbler on the side. That's what I made for my friends. It was delicious. Everybody raved about it. Everybody kept raving about it, and they did it in like a waterfall where somebody would be like, that was really good. And I said, thank you. <laughs> and then somebody else would be like, that was really good. Like, thank you. And I feel like they're harassing me. But for my friends, I'll, I'll allow myself to be harassed. I don't think I like Jordan Rogers anymore. 
Hey, Griffin, though, that cobbler. Thank you, baby. It was really good. Thank you. I don't think I like the contestant on The Bachelor at Jordan Rogers anymore. I feel like I didn't like him for a while because I thought he was being, I thought he's like the weirdest person ever when confronted with anything. And then I started to like him more because I thought he was funny and charming. And now I think he's the like really, really a, a big, big weirdo when confronted with any sort of friction whatsoever. Yeah. At the end of the day, JoJo brings up the point to us, the viewer, that Ben, like Jordan, told her everything that she wanted to hear. And that still didn't result in her, you know, getting the relationship. And so she just still seems kind of skeptical of Jordan. And he even goes the extra step to comfort her when she's leaving and saying, don't doubt this. Um, and, and she's like, well, I just, you know, I'm just scared of being hurt. And then as she's driving away, does this little monologue of just like, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to tell her. Yeah. Well, you can calm down. It It's like, you know how it seemed like they had so much chemistry at the beginning? Now it just seems like there's this weird assumption that they're going to end up together, and neither of them is particularly excited about it anymore. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It's just like, oh, well, this is, I guess this is it for us. I guess we're getting ready to start a relationship. But also, not only that, I didn't care for this date so much because Jordan is like this big pseudo-controversial figure, right? And this was the most boring date by, like... I hate when people bring a contestant back to their high school. It's so much... It is so telling. Look at all the pictures of me that there are on the It's like, this town is bullshit. You know where I'm gonna bring you? The place that made me who I am. Your high school? Like, is there nowhere else to go in your town? Wasn't like a skate park you used to like get drunk on forties with your like eighteen year old friends <laughs> well, plus, with? Plus, like you're in your mid to late twenties now. Did nothing in between happen that seems also telling about who you are as a person? Like, is this just? It's so, not only that. It's like the first person you meet is coach. Yeah, and I'm not saying and like, JV coach too. Yeah, like I, I'm not saying that like. Sports can't be... Of course, sports is, like, a hugely influential yeah. thing to your upbringing or whatever. And if that really is, like, the biggest thing you got going for you, that's fine. But, like... Well, and I can't decide, does Jordan want to seem, like, more than a footballman? Or does he recognize that's the biggest thing he has to offer? Do the producers of The Bachelorette want him to seem, like, more yeah. than a footballman? Because they plan no no fewer than three fucking <laughs> football yeah. dates. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I am definitely less excited about Jordan. I mean, granted, he is... I feel like we're all just getting force-fed Jordan. That, like, everyone is just, like, force-feeding us Jordan with this weird glaze of, like, his strained brother, his strained relationship with his extremely famous brother. And, and they, that's a hard sell. And I it, they, I don't know that there is a way to sell it. I started to wonder if, if... I don't... I'm really curious about... It. Usually, at this point, they start grooming who The Bachelor is going to be. And, you know, I kind of speculated, you know, if Jordan doesn't win, maybe it's Jordan. But I almost feel, I, see, either they're setting up this family drama so that we can explore it more in his season of The Bachelor, or they're just trying to get us to cool on Jordan because he doesn't win and they want us to get over it. I mean, here's my, here's where I'm at. I think Jordan is of no entertainment value to anybody if he wins this season of The Bachelorette. I'm going to go out on a limb right here and say Jordan does not win this season of The Bachelorette. If he is chosen by JoJo, he walks away from it or something. 
something happens that will keep Jordan from winning. Because Why do you say that? I think he's got humongous potential and wants to cash in on the potential of being the next Bachelor and being on television for another season and being the focal point of another season of television. I'm saying that is the that has to be the yeah. logic of what's because so what like Jordan wins and then like they date for two months and then split up yeah like, and you know what like it'd be such a potentially explosive season because women would come from all over the country and and get really excited about him being the yeah, bachelor for sure he'd look good on the front of a magazine it's just like. But I just like him less and less. I we know. can't be the well, only it's because, ones. It's because, like, you and I fucking hate that, like, you're... I, I don't like being... I'm I'm totally understanding that this show is, you know, reality... He's the, he's the anti-Wells. There's a reality writer behind it, right? Yeah. That is, like, not so much telling them what to say, but coordinating the events in a certain way. And, like, we understand that, and sometimes I think that's delightful if it is coordinated in a way that is amazing or like the show gets away from those coordinators and you have to like watch them scramble to try and put something back together that's fine but this is just fucking lazy like to to put it in non-reality television show terms jordan everything that is happening to jordan right now ultimately ending in his ascension to the throne of the next bachelor is lazy fucking writing yeah and that's what we had. Like, no, that's, what that's it is, very though. possible they spent a lot of time building the love story and then they felt like okay that's done now I guess we should focus on the other guys to make it seem like he has some competition and they just stop doing anything for Jordan. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm I right. I could give a shit. Anyway, let's let's get on to Robbie uh the, in the one Florida. we've all been waiting for. In Florida Robbie with his Florida ensemble and his Florida lifestyle. And his Florida horse and buggy? What? Yeah, yeah, the date opens with him asking JoJo to whistle, and when she does, a horse and carriage shows up. That's what they have for Uber in Florida. <laughs> they, yeah, he takes They ride in the horse and carriage Where in... Where is St. Lauderdale? Well, they start out in St. Augustine, Saint and they Augustine. end up in Jacksonville. I, I guess the proximity is reasonable. Named for Randy Jackson. We already did a Jackson one. We did. Damn it. Um... <laughs> um you and I both noticed that when they were sitting in that horse and carriage situation, um, their hands were very close to his, his genitals. His ding-dong, like, really tugging feverishly at it. <laughs> he, like, was holding her hand, but strategically holding her hand in his over crotch. Those, over those those Robbie nuts. Is that, like a, is that like a guy's trick that you learn? It's a pervert's trick, yeah, for sure. That you learn, like, I'm going to get this girl to hold my hand, and I'm going to put her Maneuver hand Maneuver it in towards the, the business. No, that's a sex, that's, a, that's, like, not good. That's not a good thing to do. No. Like, le- like ethically, morally, legally. <laughs> legally. It's, it's really bad. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, and then they go to a restaurant on the water, and this is when JoJo is going to dig into the breakup that he had very recently. Very recently, y'all. So what was the time to, like, at what point of the year, like what month was this, were, were hometowns being filled? It's, it is July right now, realistically, like what? Well, there's April? snow in Colorado. Is there always snow in Colorado? Yeah, in, in certain places. Okay. It's July right now. It ha- it could not be any earlier than April, right? Yeah, okay. April to May, let's say. the Okay, this is grim. 
the only time that I can think of that we have an absolute definitive pin was the season where um, the guy died. The guy died in the hang gliding accident. Yeah. Because we found out about that. Was that Caitlin's or no? Andy? It was Andy. I can't remember. I think it was Andy's season. Um, Evan was the I cannot remember the guy's name no, either. No, I, I don't remember. Eric? I think it might have been Eric. Um, but he passed away in a hang gliding accident, and he had been on the show very, very recently. And so we found, like, America found out about it because this guy died. And then there was a period of, like, four or five weeks, right? Like, four or five episodes, and then they found out about it on the show. Yeah, it was a big special episode. So maybe it's even less time. Maybe it's like a month and a half or so. Like maybe two months behind. Yeah, I is don't where know. they are. Um, he says at this point uh, where, where these hometowns are being filmed that it had been four months since his relationship. Right. So I thought it was three months. Regardless, like, but yeah, that relationship ended, and then the show fucking started. Yeah, thinking about the casting process, it's the casting hard. process has to take a month. At the very least, right? It's hard to believe that he didn't begin the casting process before he had broken up with his girlfriend. That's what it seems like. Like to send in the the VHS, you know, tape. (laughs) VHS. Mm -hmm. Um, They they talk more about the timetable later on, but it's like, it is is mind-boggling to think about. Like, because he's like, no, no, I didn't break up with her for the show. It's like, are you sure, dog? Because like, math tells me that you maybe did... Yeah, Robbie keeps saying, oh, oh, it's very much a part of my past and it's staying there. And she's like, yeah, but it's so recent. It's not the past, bud. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that's not going to come up. It's not going to come up. Um, And so she doesn't exactly seem satisfied by this. Uh, and so, of course, it comes up again several Later times. On. Yeah. Um, but we go to his house. We meet his mom, his dad, who he calls Coach Hayes. That's good. That's just good, clean, fun. Um, his, um, his two sisters and his two brothers. He says so the most upsetting thing. It's a big family. He says, I love to watch JoJo interact with my family. I find it so attractive. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you find it attractive when I met your family? Yes, this attracts me, I said, <laughs> as you, sh- as you sh- shook my brother's and dad and stepmother's hand. Yes. I am attracted. Yeah, shake their hands slower is what you said. You said that, said. and I thought it was weird. It's like, why is he salutate that? one another? <laughs> mm, yes, <laughs> make small talk. Mm, yes, pass her the mustard. Pass that dirty mustard. Oh, no. yes, no, no. Scoop her out up some potatoes. I'm attracted. To all of this. Um, Tell uh, her your parents' names. <laughs> I'm attracted. Is that a horse, Winnie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so they drink out of these big plastic goblets oh, of wine. Oh, so good. So which are I, fun. I think those were Tervis tumblers. My dad and grandmother on my dad's side were obsessed with these cups called Tervis tumblers. And they were just little cups that had like a cup inside of a cup and it was like see-through so you could see through it and the like inner chamber in between the two cups was vacuum sealed and so it like kept your drinks colder longer. Oh. I think that's what it was except they're these like weird goblet versions of it. And I think it makes sense because I think Tervis tumblers are made in Florida. 
Wow. Really a lot there. This show is brought to you by Turvis Tumblr. <laughs> we don't own any. We might. I think I might have gotten rid of the couple that I had. But they keep that ice in there going forever. You should keep your um, your vitamin water zero in there. Yeah, so I'm working on vitamin water zero. We have like a good... So I break down my relationship right now with my beverage. Like, I feel like things are going really well between me and vitamin yeah. water zero. Um, last week I met vitamin water zero's uh, 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 brother, which was like a pink lemonade vitamin water zero. So with like strawberry flavors. And I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, things are going well. We didn't have that, like, instant spark that I had with Super... I should put the bottle outside if I'm going to talk shit about it, but, like, with Super (laughs) Wise here, it was just, like, all passion, all, like, it was just burning white hot. It was your Luke. It was my Luke, yeah. Um, But then Luke's family killed him, by which I mean (laughs) H-E-B canceled the product that I adored so much. Tell me about Robbie's family. Like, how... Like, what what even are they? Uh, Well, so... Jojo talks to Robbie's mom and talks about how Robbie wears his emotions on his sleeves uh, and how she likes that about him. Um, and and his mom um, goes to Robbie after their convo and says, hey, Robbie, I think you should know that there's this rumor out about your ex. Oh, can I say one thing about Harry, Jojo and Rob, uh, Jojo and Robbie's mom's conversation? Yeah. Jojo tells Robbie's mom that she's falling in love with Robbie. She does. You're right. And that's buck wild. Because you're not allowed to do that to the contestants, right? Even though Ben did it to Jojo and uh, Lauren B. last season. It was very convenient because I didn't think that Robbie had a shot at all until that moment happened. And then I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, what? Well, maybe. It was so weird because it's the first thing we've gotten from JoJo uh, with with mentioning her like affection towards these boys in like no uncertain terms, and like she laid it all out on the line for the mom, which to me seems like an even rougher maneuver than just telling the contestant outright. Because now you're getting the family involved in like a real big way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would rather tell a, a contestant like I think I'm falling in love with you than tell their dad like Hey, I think I'm falling in love with your son. And yeah. then, like, a week later, be like, I guess not. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that's a big move. Yeah, it was weird. Okay, anyway, the rumors, the bloids. Anyway, anyway, so, and it's unclear what motivates, like, whether there's a tabloid out at this point or something on the internet at this point that his mom has seen. But his mom says, oh, you should know that there's there's rumors out there about you having broken up with your ex to go on the show. And she's like, you know, we know that's not true. But I just wanted you to know that. I feel like they didn't even say rumors. Like, this season has been the season of them not knowing how to handle the fact that people are talking about this show outside of the show. Except for the one episode where they did literally pick up a Bloid while they were all getting their haircuts and, like, confronted JoJo about it, which was, like, very meta. But this, this like, I think that's what bothers me the most about this Aaron Rodgers thing is, like... They have to tiptoe around the fact that this is a television show and that there's real things happening in the in the world and that like everybody knows who Aaron Rodgers is. And this was the same situation where they were just like, there's just something out there. But they can't say like, there's been rumors in US Weekly in people in... It's usually called Us Weekly. I do that every fucking time. That's, a, that's like the third time I've done that on this podcast. Yeah, I know. It's kind of cute though. I like it. But they're covering the Americas... 
There's something out there on P-E-O-P-L-E magazine. Well, I'm not an imbecile. Of course it wouldn't be called that. Um, yeah, I. it just smacks of producer involvement. It just seems like so weird. Like, oh, my son's in town with this woman he's dating. I'm going to pull him aside and I'm going to tell him this I'm specific drizzling thing. drizzling with Bloyd. Yeah. Um, but Robbie gets really upset about it. Yeah. And so he leaves the conversation with the mom and goes interrupt and interrupts sister chat with Jojo on the bed and says, you know, I need to talk to you. I would have loved to be a fly in that Tervis tumbler. What, in sister chat? In sister chat. Just sisters talking about stuff. Yeah. Um, Robbie gets very, very defensive. Uh, just like gets very, yeah. and very, very quiet. Like Robbie shares is... what he calls chatter yeah. um, about this, this ex's roommate. There's been a little bit of um, scuttlebutt. And I know <laughs> that you've been upset by this flim flam in the past. So I just really <laughs> wanted to get out ahead of it. Uh and so Jojo's like, you know, it scares the shit out of me. All I have is my trust. And then she's like, come come forward now. Did you break up with her to come on the show? You know, just tell me now. Uh, and Robbie says, no, 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 no. <laughs> His, okay, he doesn't exactly just say no. What he says is our relationship ended nine months ago and it just kept going. So it's like, okay. I totally, like, I get it. He explains that, like, they got in an argument and she slapped him and, like, that their relationship had not been the same after that, which, like, yeah, I totally get. But it also introduces this new timeline of, like, okay, so there were nine months. That actually makes way more sense. Did you, like, put in the tape during that nine-month period? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. If you did, if it was just like, I was in a relationship that I realized was bad and I thought I needed to change. And so, yeah, I put in the application tape thinking it wasn't going to happen. But then when I did, I thought it was a sign. And I thought, like, this is my opportunity to get out of this abusive relationship and into something much healthier. Fucking say that. Say that. I know. And that's the thing about Robbie is that it always seems like he's holding back, you know. And so she continues to be a little bit suspicious and he, even though he always denies it, never really makes but her feel I, better. I, I, what's weird is I think there's something, like, romantic to... If that's the truth, I think there's something sweet about that. Like, yeah. I was in a shit relationship. And so just, like, I on a whim, I tried out for this show. And then when I found out I made it, I left this horrible relationship and just thought I'd give this a chance. And it yeah. worked out. Look at us. That's really romantic. Yeah. Say it. If it's true, say that. If that's the situation, say it. I don't get it, man. I don't get Robbie. I do not get Robbie. He gets, he, like, both times that he talked about this this ex with her, he got, like, really terse, like, Jordan terse. Well, and JoJo makes this great point, because she's like, you know, when I came out of a four-year relationship, and presumably went on The Bachelor myself... She's like, I wish I had taken some time for myself, you know, to really process what had happened. Um, And it just seems like Robbie gets so defensive and uncomfortable. Like, it's very clear that that hasn't happened for him either. Yeah. He hasn't hasn't figured out how to feel about it. That's a weird thing that happens sometimes on this show where, like, it's undeniably real and bad. Like, the thing that has happened to this person is, like, genuinely real and bad. And it's not play acting for the cameras, and it's not a producer, like, cajoling the situation. Like, Robbie is still very, very upset about this thing. 
and it's not like a a make a make believe story time thing. He's very upset about it. And, and 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 I don't know, it's weird to watch the producers try to produce their way around like what is essentially like a real um I don't know, rough thing that happened to this real person. Yeah. So she she leaves Robbie's town uh and it's they seem to have kind of patched things up. Yeah. Um but we're still not sure how much that interaction impacted her and her feelings about him. Yeah. Um, so, so far we've seen three families that have been like, they've been, they've been fine. I re- yeah. I, the only thing I liked up to this point was Chase's like little moment with his mom. That was genuinely very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to see Chase have a human emotion. Uh, but I will say, yeah, there's no loose cannons. There's no colorful family members. There's no, you know, inappropriate moment. Yeah. Just pretty basic stuff. And then we get to Luke. And then we go to Burnett, Texas Burn to it, see Texas, Luke. Just down the road. 40 men and it's down off 71. <laughs> You're really tapping into something, I think. Rachel and I basically got married in Burnett. That's not true. Basically. In Pastrup. Oh, oh shit. Oh, this whole time I've oh, been completely no, confused. Oh, no, Griffin. Yes. Oh, ding dang it. Where's you- Burnett then? I, that's what I was asking you. Ah, oh, shit, birds. Fuck. Probably like West Texas, right? I don't know. Maybe. It's not far from Central Texas, because I feel like it shows up on highway signs when we're driving. Uh, yeah, Burnett, Texas, about, it's it's about 45-minute drive northwest of here. All right, I was wrong, okay? Puppity's nerfed. Oh, there it is. Um, so we see Luke. Uh, he's walking down a railroad track. Uh, we he, see a shot of a train moving, and then we see a shot of Luke walking down <laughs> yeah. a railroad track, which is maybe the clumsiest edit of the season, because everybody in the room, like, instinctively was like, no, Luke! <laughs> Get out of the way! Move! Uh, JoJo comes out uh, wearing uh, her denim and her boots. The boots that he gave her. Yeah, the, the first... boots that he gave her, which I didn't even make the connection at first, yeah, but I, I thought either. was sweet. Um, and then they have just like a, uh, what do they do first? They just like they, get in a truck and drive around for they a They quote, right? stroll around the square yeah. in Burnett, Texas, and then they get in a big truck and drive up on, um, the grass to an outdoor picnic. Um. It's like, it's like a season out and of And the outdoor unreal. picnic, like, the family is there. So, like, the day is come hang out with my family and literally everybody that lives in yeah, Burnett, Texas. Yeah, we, we find out his mom, dad, sister are there and, quote, 50 friends. <laughs> um, and I loved it, man. I, like, it was so, I was so charmed by it. Like, he knew everybody at that party and, like, went through just, like, explaining, like, who everybody was to her. He sat down with... The dad of show. Dad of the year. Yeah. Such a good daddy. Just a sweet old dad in a cowboy hat, just sitting on a porch, talking to his son about just love. Like, talking to him about like how he knew when like he was traveling a lot for work, and one time he traveled and he didn't come back for a while, and when he came back, he realized, like, this is the woman I want to spend my life with. He said, quote, gosh, I can't live without her. They've been married for 38 years. He's got wearing this big white hat he's got this just soft sweet face he says i'm thankful for you and for who you are and that you served our country and that you got back safe and sound and then he started to tear up oh and he was like i love you oh and here like a countryman hearing two countrymen say that they love each other Mm -hmm. is maybe the best like (laughs) words that could be talked 
by people. All of a sudden, Luke's stoicism seemed like just like stoicism, not it's like not, and it's not like cold. boring. It's yeah. not him being boring and like not interesting. It's that he's like this like stoic ass Texas dude, like his yeah. dad. Like oh my god, everything kind of clicked all at once. This dad was primo. Yeah, like one of those dads. Meeting him attracted me very bad. They don't make dads like that anymore. They just don't make them like this anymore. Yeah. Um, They have a nice, nice picnic, play some bagos. Or as we say, corn in the den. Corn in the, haze in the barn Can I is tell what we you, call it down here. I never heard it called bagos until I met you. It sounds made up to me. Um, I think it might just be, I think Chicago is where they call them bagos. There's like a place in the Midwest they call them bagos, and once I found out that somebody called them bagos, it became exclusively <laughs> the only thing I called. Okay, because they don't say it. You know why? No. Cornhole is so blue. I know. I don't like it either. Bagos isn't great, but it's certainly better than than cornhole, which is essentially asshole. The game, butthole. Let's go play butthole. Bags in the butthole. <laughs> Ugh. Pigs in the castle. Pigs in the castle. Um, man, what a good dad. So, uh, things wind down. He says he's got one more surprise for her. Yeah, they they get on horses, uh, becomes another horse date. This little dog follows them out on the trail. It's a good dog, too. It's a real good dog. I think it's the dad is some sort of wood elf <laughs> who can take on the form of a familiar. <laughs> Do you think maybe? Oh, probably. A lot of wood elves in the, in the, behind the pine curtain. That's to the east of us, isn't it? Damn it. Um, okay. Um, I've lived in Texas for like four years. I don't know fuck all about it. Five years. Five years, dang. Almost. Five yeah. years this month. Yikes. I just don't know anything about it. Uh, what's a big state? Yeah. Uh, so they go out into this arrangement of hay bales that's been fashioned like a couch, and there's like pillows and a blanket on it. And maybe the prettiest sunset I've ever seen. Yeah. And he says things like, I'm sitting in front of someone I'm falling for. I want this future. I want us. Uh, And there's a sunset. And she cries a little bit and says, having to leave you makes me so sad. It's just overwhelming. Uh, And then there's another location. A third location. There's, there's, There's flowers arranged into a heart. And there's candles. And, um, and then they play some song that I guess is by Dan and Shay that was also played on an earlier date. We, yeah. We did a lot of research We did a lot that. of Googling. It's yeah. a weird th- I have one more thing to show you. Look, I made a little heart in the ground. I gotta lay the flowers out and it makes a heart. Are you gonna tell me you love me? No, I nope. am not. Yeah, he doesn't say it. There's flowers on the ground, though, and they make a shape. And if you look over there, I made a star. And then, and then the, the here's music, a horseshoe. The music swells, and it just occurred to me in that moment, nobody else got music. Why is why is Luke getting music? Because he's going to win The Bachelorette. We thought at first that this was Luke singing. This date was like the most interesting date Luke's had. It's the most character Luke has had. I Like everybody in the room, like you went around and it was just like, who are you rooting for now? Luke, 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 Luke. There's a good sales pitch for Luke. Who will win the Bachelorette because Jordan won't and Jordan will become the next Bachelor. Yeah, but that all comes into question in a few minutes. This next fucking scene, I'm like, I've been pondering since we walked back over to our house and like, I literally can't. Like, I know, I'm gonna think about s- it. I, no, it does, I'm not gonna think about it. I'm gonna like fuss over it because I thought it was so fucking stupid. So it's rose ceremony time. We're in an airplane hangar. There's a suggestion that 
the final contestants will get on that plane and fly off to their next destination. Um, but everybody's all dressed up. Uh, they're in their suits. And um, JoJo's really nervous. And she's telling us, the viewer, that she's sick to her stomach. And she's crying a little bit. And she says, I have these four great guys. Uh, and it's really hard for me to decide. And then she says, and I think I need to say goodbye to Luke. She says, I think I know what I need to do. I think I'm going to say goodbye to Luke. Which is like, put a pin in that, okay? And think about how fucking bonkers that is for them to say before a rose. Like, usually if this happens, they excuse them before the rose ceremony, right? If they've made up their mind, they tell the camera. Then that person's gone. They just send them home before the rose ceremony. That's not what this was. This is there at the rose ceremony. And before, right before she hands up the rose, she says she's, who she's going to kick off. Okay, we know, like, okay, then Luke's not going home, right? And, and and sure enough, Luke stops her and grabs her before she starts handing out the yeah, roses. Yeah, Luke interrupts the rose ceremony, and Jordan's kind of peeved about it. He's like, you know, you, you had yeah, all day. You had a whole day. Ugh, something didn't go exactly perfectly my way. <laughs> and then Luke says, I want to be sure that you know where I stand. My heart is yours. And when you left, and this is this is a callback to what his dad says. Like, when you left, I've been thinking about you and thinking about us, and, and I'm in love with you, and it's been the only thing on my mind. And, yeah. jo- and Jojo says, you know, I've been wanting to hear this from you. Thank you for telling me that. And then she exits the conversation, walks out into the runway, and just seems to start freaking out. Like, what am I going to do? I feel sick to my stomach. Okay, and then to be continued. No, to wait. be let's, continued. Let's talk about the two possibilities that this scene sets up for okay. us. Okay. The first possibility... I mean, it's not the possibility. This is what fucking happened because they don't shoot those in the moment interviews where she like the one where she said she's going to send Luke home until after the thing has already happened. That's just how linear time works and how production works. Right. Like it has to be because like why else would they say it? Why else would she say it, which has never happened before, without knowing that like something was about to happen that would undo the whole thing. Right. That's phony, bullying, fake bullshit. It's not like she shot that ahead of time and said, I'm going to send Luke home tonight. And then Luke says, I love you to her. And she says, well, dang. What happened was Luke said, I love you to her. And then they folded in this whole thing of, well, I was going to send Luke home, but I don't know. But if that's the case, then the only reason she was going to send Luke home was because he hadn't said, I love you to her. Yeah, and if that's which, the criteria, that's what the fuck are any of them doing there? Yeah. Is it just like he's the easy one to send home because he didn't say the password that you need to stay on the show? So wait, you said there were two scenarios. Did you list both of them? I think it was actually maybe one scenario. Okay. Because <laughs> it has to be, it has to be that Luke does, does this surprise, I love you. And then they artificially create this drama where she was going to send him home. But now that he said the magic words, then... No, you're right. For the cliffhanger. It's so fucking stupid. And it's the laziest, right? It's so lazy. Yeah, so we find out next week... Is going to be a two night, um, what do they call those things? Like a two night festival of waste of time. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Monday night is going to be an actual episode, and then Tuesday is going to be the Mentel All. Uh, And just as a reminder, Mentel All is when all the contestants come back and they air their grievances. Tell all the things. It's going to be very live TV show type format. So our next our next episode will be a day late because we're going to watch both things. Um, I just want to like elocute my problem with this episode with the ending of this episode i would rather have a boring episode like i would rather have a boring straightforward just like send home chase send home robbie whatever send home luke even but this like 
this show is getting worse about this. Where it's just like every episode has to have every fucking episode, not even a cliffhanger. Every episode has to have this big shocking moment, which I guess is like maybe good because like then at least something happens in each episode and it's not completely boring. But when they whiff it like they did on this episode, I feel like fucking insulted. Like I don't usually feel bad that this show is constantly talking down to me. But like this is the most this is the worst I think it's been all season. Well, and you know what I think has made us a little bitter, too, is that every season they try and build up this big conflict. Like, The Bachelor or Bachelorette is never certain who they're going to pick until the very last minute. Last season was the first season where they fucking nailed it, where they fucking yeah. killed it. It was well, such a good ben season. Ben gave such a that good... to them. Ben gave that to them. I don't care who does it. Like, they, they got it. They got it on the camera, and it was very, very good. This season, they don't got it. They super duper don't got it. And not only that, they had these conflicting narratives. It was like, everybody, they had this huge swing episode for Luke, and everybody's rooting for Luke. And now, all of a sudden, he was like this weird sacrificial lamb. And like, how do you, as an audience, how are you supposed to root for Luke knowing that she was about to send him home? But then he said, I love you. And it's like, well, you said the, yeah. you said those three words. That's and unfair. We're to, all idiots here. So that's unfair to her and Luke of just being like, oh, you, you were reduced to this, like, 10 seconds here on the runway. Because that makes me think like anybody could have gone, if Jordan hadn't said I love you up to this point, well, you didn't say it. I don't care how long, how well we get along and how much chemistry we have with you because I'm certain all four of them don't have equal amounts of chemistry, but it's just like, well, oh, you didn't say the love word. Well, yeah, so. and meanwhile, JoJo has never given us, the viewer, any reason to think that was super important to her. You know, like she wanted them to be open and share their feelings, but she never was like, I'm really waiting on Luke to say those those L words. This show has formulas, and those formulas are immutable. And but and one of those formulas is when do I say I love you to the person, right? And I feel like when those formulas are like way too obvious, like they were tonight, like the words I love you can be a a, a ticket to stay on this show unless you're Alex. Uh, and and this tonight was just like uh, it was just such a flagrant. I don't know. It was so, it was so stupid. Like I already didn't really care about any of these relationships, and now it's just we're just playing Calvin Ball out there. So who do you think goes home? I think, I think Robbie goes home. Okay. I think Robbie goes home. I think Chase goes home next. I think Luke wins it. I think Jordan's the next Bachelor. It is the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I I I don't know. If she's going to send Robbie home because of the ex-girlfriend thing, I know it's going to seem like that. Um, but yeah, if she hasn't gotten rid of Chase yet, I don't know what about this week would have made her want to get rid of him. Like they just continue to be at the exact same place and she seems to be I okay would say, with I would it. switch Chase and Robbie in the order if she hadn't told Robbie's mom that, he was, that she was like falling in love with him. That's bonkers. Yeah. Um... Love-hate relationship with this show sometimes. I feel like it's been a great season, and I knew that the highs were going to be high and that the lows were going to be low, and this was a low for me. Yeah, I do have sympathy for the show, just in that Chad gave them so much easy material, Mm -hmm. and now they're really, they're almost rusty in how they put together an episode, it seems like. It's, well, they don't, but at this point, you got to have that romance, right? You got to have romance at this point. Like last season, I was genuinely, I thought Ben and JoJo were cute together. And that's like, it's almost nothing, but it's like enough. 
And I thought like him and Lauren B were cute together. And so like part of me, you got to have that element to it as stupid and silly as it sounds like as funny as we're having a lot of fun here, folks. But like that is a genuinely important element to this show. Anybody who says otherwise is like is lying to try and sound cool and cynical. Yeah, like you can play the fantasy game like we do where you're trying to get points. But ultimately, in your your heart of hearts, you have a favorite relationship. Yeah, you, you have a story you like. And they, they, there isn't one. And the only one, and this, what pisses me off is that this episode, they started to make one with Luke, and then they fucking burned it with this stupid, completely artificial conflict in the last scene. So dumb. Yeah. So that was this week. Next week again, two-parter. So our show will go up on Wednesday. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm from Barnett. (laughs) Um, hey guys, thanks to everybody in Boston that came up to me and Griffin and talked about how much they like Rose Buddies. Yeah, that was really sweet and really nice. Um, oh, we need to check the P.O. box. We should, we should do that on show days so we know how to thank people. Yes. Um, thank you all for all the things you sent us. Uh, again, it's P.O. box, uh, 66639, Austin, Texas, 78766. Um, uh, thanks to everybody who's been leaving a review on iTunes and talking about the show on Twitter and everybody in the Facebook group. Holy shit, like today, like one hour into the episode, Rachel checked the Facebook group and the uh, live Facebook thread had like 600 comments on it. Like almost 700. It was bonkers. Yeah, I don't even know where it's at now. Uh, the Rose Buddies Facebook group is popping off constantly. It's a great place to be. Thank you for listening to Rose Buddies. I'm Rachel McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. When you're ready. Final Rose. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert. She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right.